Good evening, I'm Ted Koppel. Surely everyone knows by now that Buckwheat is dead. But for those of you who have not seen the videotape of Buckwheat being shot, let's take a look. We listen to the radio and shake down every hit. Just mouth the word and move it to the tune that fits. Put, 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 put it on the hit. I'll pick the song and let it out. President Camacho stood before the world and promised everyone that Joe would solve all their problems. He would not only end the Dust Bowl and heal the economy, but he would cure acne and car sickness as well. And if he didn't, President Camacho made another promise. He would kick Joe's smart balls all the way up to the roof of his smart mouth, and then he would throw his brainy ass back in jail. Hi, Webb. Heavy Longmire, Gustav Mateblanc. Is GLK London transmitting on the short wave band on 10.4 meters at a frequency of 250 megacycles per second? This is GLK London transmitting on the short wave band on 10.4 meters at a frequency of 250 megacycles per second. Can you hear me? Can you hear me? Can you hear me? Can you hear me? Come on then, Plato, enlighten me. All right, you have a wisdom force. Um, damn it, I did. I've been sitting around this. doing your I've leather been, working. I've been, I was thinking about this last week. I had a good one, too. Can't remember it. You got absolutely nothing. Well, it's Can You Hear Me? So welcome back. It's just two guys talking about stuff. Gustav Monteblanc here. Heavy Longmire here. And we, we have no Tie Web out. We have no Tie Web 3000. <laughs> Apparently, his bullshit story was a choir concert. Yes, which I didn't even know he was in the choir. To be fair, he does look like an angel, Gabriel. Yeah. So I would imagine just by natural deduction that he also has the voice of an angel when he sings. I guess so. Maybe. Yeah, so he's out there somewhere. But hopefully, we'll get him back next week and we can be back to full force because I do appreciate everybody sitting through listening to just me ramble on. I don't know how anybody does it single. Yeah, that's uh, called a big ego, I think. I guess so. And I like even, to hear themselves talk. Even though I've probably been accused of that a few times, I don't think I could do that on a regular basis. Yeah. Not without feedback, you know. Right, we're taking callers or yeah, something. Yeah, or something. Oh, could you imagine taking callers? Uh, that's got to be the worst. Larry King of podcasts. Uh, Cirque du Soroy. This last weekend took callers. I gathered that just about the whole on, time on Twitter, and I didn't hear any of it. I hear that Gustav Monteblanc made an appearance. I got in the, early on the show. Yeah, I don't. I don't. I will not pretend that I was the best by any way, shape, or form. But I yeah. did get in early, which I think you know there's uh, something to be said for that. Right. Right. But um, there was one guy that I think may have been tripping. Oh. That the people that know about tripping that were talking to him seemed to certainly pick up on that. So okay. that was pretty good. I thought okay. that was the high point. But if you want to find that, that should be on the unticket maybe today or tomorrow. Yeah, I'll look that up. They'll have a whole. I'll look that up. It's towards the beginning. Yeah, it's like right after the the opening song. I was already calling because they Saroy had tweeted out that hey we got nothing we got so, nothing so call, call in. in. He didn't put it in those terms, but that's what it meant. So I had some, I had a bit 
planned that I was going to run with, and then right before they uh, talked to me, there was another thing. So, okay, I can add on to that. Okay. But, yeah, I'll check, check that, that out. Check that out. I, I haven't checked it out. I, was gonna, I thought about pulling it for you and putting it on there. Who knows, maybe I'll stick it into this, even though I don't have express written permission of Cumulus to, to do yeah, so. Yeah, we don't need any lawsuits. That's the last thing we need, because Jordan James is not out of law school yet. Exactly. So he cannot even legally say, as your attorney. I've right. He can say, as your friend in law school. That's about it. That's about all we got. That's about it. All right. Well, thanks for listening. This has been uh, Can You Hear Me? <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, today is Monday. Yes. Good job. O- October 24th, 2016. Uh, one of the closest times we've ever recorded to actually airing. Yeah. I went and early voted today. I do not want to talk politics. Oh, I'm not. I'm All just right. going to ask you if you voted yet. I have not yet. I will right. go in the next so day or two. You can go Absolutely. cancel me out in the next day or two. That's that's how it'll work. That uh, that's just a strange assortment of people who who vol- who volunteer to work. Well, you know my. The, uh, I, I the, think it I, the voter thing. I would imagine it's more different down here than it is up. It's the same. It's the same type people. Because you know, my grandfather always, after he retired, and he retired fairly early, he always went and worked the polling station. Really, at the tiny little Baptist church just down the road. Really, and he might have five people come in. Uh, he'd sit there and do his crosswords and right read doing them. his civic duty and he would do his civic duty he always did it as you know really i don't the, guess i realized he was a uh what do they call there's a name for him voter uh um i don't know there's a certain name i can't remember what it is we'll put that in post-production we'll clean that up yeah said so no one ever yeah he uh, he was you know and overall he was not in comparison to your grandfather, he was not a political man. Right, because I never really thought of him as you know, being really I mean, involved He, in he always voted and everything, right. and he certainly had opinions, but he wasn't. That's something about that generation, though, I think. Yeah, it the, is. Now, I've noticed when um, I ever go, because I always have to early vote because I'm usually not in town right. for any of the elections. But whenever I go, I'm usually very much the only young person there, especially during primaries. Oh, yeah. And the old ladies of the uh, at the polling station, they just love me. Yeah. Because I'm like fresh meat, you know. Yep. Not yep. to mention handsome is the devil himself. Right. Uh, Silver tongue devil. But yes, they just they're just fawning all over me. I think they take longer to look up my. Oh yeah. Thing. Yeah. You know, they're asking lots of things, and there's this. The Are long, you married? This slow. You know, slide back in my driver's license right. and all that. The, so, the hard flirt. You know, little grab me by the P. Right. You know. The hard flirt. But they, uh, it is, it's the old. And I guess, you know, I could see doing that someday when you don't have yeah. anything else to do. Yeah. That, uh, but it, it always, which I, granted, I've never lived in a place, you know, in a city, city. Right. To where you hear these horror stories of going to vote and standing in lines for, you know, hours. Like, I can't fathom that. No, you know? but I'm I'm trying to think if I've ever voted on, on election day. Yeah, I've I've always early vote. I, there might have been at least one time, but again, even if it was, I vote early and often. 
Well, that is <laughs> that is the side you live on. Um, yeah, the kids have been asking me a lot about it, and I've been trying to be fairly neutral. Right, I'm sure. I have tried. I don't yeah. know how successful it's been. Yeah. Because there's other members of the family that are not as neutral. Oh, yeah? And the opposite, and they're certainly. So I've tried opposite to direction as you? Opposite direction. Really? Yeah. So and that's switched over the years, huh? Not not on my side of the family. No, I'm talking, yeah, on. Yeah. Oh, I thought you meant in your house. No, not in my house. No. I thought you meant in no. your house. Okay. Although, you know, she, this is Montblanc, she's, she's probably less than I am. Yeah. In my leanings. She leans my way, but she's not as right. She's more informed than the standard. Mm-hmm. But I don't know. She re- she she garners her information differently than I do. Gotcha, gotcha. She's not reading the the deep web. She's not on four chan poll. You know, okay, reading that sort of thing. Or like one thing that I do is I like to go, and I know how I think. So I like to go read what the people that don't think like I do exactly. read what they think. Yeah. Usually and it's with total, you know, disdain, but it's interesting to see. Yeah. Every side and I will give credit right now and stop it down and say I couldn't believe it, but the tell me where you turn tell me where to turn boys had an excellent podcast this week. Really? It was their twenty first episode, ironically. Yeah. But they approach things, and and we've had this discussion. Even though we're probably not as far away from one another as we would act, so me and you, me and you, right? But we've had the conversation about the middle mm-hmm. and how it's not represented by either side anymore. Yeah, if it ever was, I'm not sure it ever really was. Yeah, I mean, if you really get down to brass tacks, but they did a nice pointing out. They right. did it on gun control. And I'm pretty sure that Glenn and Tommy want to come take away my guns, uh, but uh, they can I'll have, have to. Uh, I haven't listened to that yet, but uh, they can, I'll listen to that tonight. They can have my guns when they pry them out of my cold, dead hands, because I have shaken hands with Charlton Heston. Oh, okay. Got okay. a picture of it somewhere with me acting, looking really. I saw an interesting intense. little blurb on Twitter today, and it made perfect freaking sense. And the guy's a comedian, I think. Just talking about, you know... Carrot Top? No, it was not Carrot Top. Talking about, you know, back when government worked. And we had these things called liberal Republicans and conservative Democrats who, you know, it would be your your blue dog Democrats. Right. And, you know, and talking about, you know, they would generally always vote along party lines. And, and except for, you know, when stuff really needed to get done, the conservative Democrats would vote with the Republicans or the liberal... Yeah. So I, I think there's a, a lot of good old day syndrome in us looking back at that. Because I'm not, I mean, I know. It the, happened I, more so. I know this is important. But I don't. The Senate, for sure, yeah. used to be much more, you know, we yeah. grew up with Sam Rayburn, Shadow, over right. us. And Sam Rayburn was the Speaker of the House from the uh, late 40s or, or mid 40s through the early 60s. Mm-hmm. And it was very much, they played poker, they drank whiskey together, yeah. and they smoked cigars, and they made deals in the back room. Right. But overall, I'm not sure, you know. Well, and, but there used to be, I mean, think about even when okay, when Reagan was president, and you'll know exactly more on this than me, but when the Brady Bill was passed, 
That wasn't that wasn't Reagan. I thought that was passed under him. No, no. Brady Bill was a Clinton. Wasn't there some piece of gun legislation passed under Clinton? Uh, I mean, passed under Reagan. Well, you had the you had the uh, 1986 Firearm Owner Protection Act with the bullshit Hughes Amendment added to it, which actually effed over the American populace from owning any brand new Class Three automatic weapons. Okay, right. And that was a that was a prime example of. Here we are, and we're going to put this poison pill in and f everybody over. Right, but he he could have vetoed that. He could have, but he didn't. But, but he knew that he but, was going to get beaten because at the time it was still a heavily Democrat-controlled Congress. This is in the days of Tip O'Neill. Right. I mean, we're not ideally, and this is totally non-party uh, line type thing. I think the world works best because it kind of keeps either side from tipping the scale. When you have one party has the uh, executive branch mm-hmm. and one party at least has one house exactly. of the legislative okay. branch. Right. And I think that's the, the true balance yeah. of how it works. Right. And then ideally your And then at that point, ideally, those sides to get anything done have to work together. together. Yes. And I... The rhetoric, without a doubt, because the media that we have, or, and I don't mean media in the sense of the actual organization, but the fact that we have nonstop information now. Yeah. And they only get paid if they keep driving ratings. Ratings. You know, it's different when it used to be newspapers because people subscribe to newspapers. Mm-hmm. And so they were certainly biased. This idea that we have a in our past there was a nonpartisan media it's ridiculous. No, it's always been there. Anybody that controls information, I mean, uh, very, you can't be neutral. I no. mean, that's I mean, that's what we learned about in from our great uh, American history teacher in high school. He no. he made a he spent a lot of time teaching us about muckrakers. Yeah, and, absolutely. And, and yellow journalism. Yeah. And you know, William Randolph Hearst, by some accounts, started the Spanish American War. Yeah. So we have this very much good old day syndrome, and I'm as guilty as anybody of it. But because I'll be like, oh yeah, it's so much better than the fifties. Well, unless you were black or gay, right. or You know what, or a woman or whatever. So there's no doubt that it's easy to look back and say, oh, that was great. Well, no, it wasn't, and it had the same problems. Our problem now, though, is that everybody's got a pulpit. Yep. Whether it's you've got one person that follows you on Twitter, or you've got a stupid YouTube channel where people watch millions of people oh, watch you. Yeah. Everybody's got a thing. Everybody's got a voice. A lot of times it's anonymous, so you can be as much of a dickhead as you want to be. Yeah. And it's just a constant cycle. And you know, I mean, if, if social media has, if it teaches us anything, it should teach us that just because you have the right to voice your opinion doesn't necessarily mean you need to. You no, know? Yeah. I yeah. I mean, I just shake my head at folks sometimes, and oh, I, and, and I. On both sides. Yeah, no, know. it's 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 both sides of it. And, you know, we've talked about other issues where one side, and we'll, like we've talked about the abortion versus capital punishment mm-hmm. as a clear example of this. One side is anti-abortion, mm-hmm. but oftentimes those same people will be pro-capital punishment. Right. Whereas the people that may be pro-abortion, mm-hmm. or excuse me, Woman's right Pro-life. to choose. No, Pro-life. woman's right I mean, to choose. Yeah, right. Pro-choice. Pro-choice. They are anti-capital punishment. Yeah. So it's, you know, it's a... Right. 
Well, and it's, it's one of those, too, where, you know, on the conservative side, we want to keep government out of your lives. But we're going to tell you who you can't marry. We're going to tell you, you know, this oh, yeah, same, yeah. The same and, argument. And, and you know? what used to be the liberal free speech, the people that were trumpeting F the pigs and we're going to say whatever we want in the late 60s, early 70s, they're reaping what they sowed and they want to control what people say. Right. You know, it's 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 both sides just end up being asshats. Yeah. Absolutely. That's why we're going to try and get the Saroy brothers to run in 2020. That'd be good. I think that would work. Infinity Patriot and the Sports Walrus. I think that would be good. I think we could sell that. Uh, we could certainly sell it in North Texas. Yeah. I don't know how yeah. much we would get. At least uh, we'll get them to run for U.S. Well, Senate. They're not going to run for anything where they have to do work. That's the problem. Well, I, U.S. Senate would be perfect then. Yeah, good touche. I had the kids watch Idiocracy with me the other day. Oh, yeah. Which I've been scared to revisit it. It holds up well on on multiple levels. Really? So if you haven't seen that Idiocracy, that was Mike Judge's, by my account, masterpiece. What year did that come out? Uh, you know, I can't remember. It was late 90s. Yeah, I, think, I was going to say. Or, it was or maybe early 2000. Pre-9-11. Yeah. The, uh, it, it extrapolates what would happen if our society continues to be dumbed down and dumbed down, and eventually we're a bunch of idiots as an entire country. And, you know, both sides of the spectrum are quick to point and say, oh, Exactly. This is exactly what we're talking about, mm-hmm. but it's pointing at both sides. Right. You know, it's it, Judge is pretty much a pragmatist when it comes to that sort of thing. But and we have a buddy that's friends with him. We do so have a we have a buddy so that hangs strange. out. Well, hangs out with Mike Judge and Alex Jones to make yeah. it, at the same time. Yeah, make it shoot even guns. Weird. Yeah, shoot your guns. <laughs> that's just crazy. He, he posted a picture one night on Facebook of him, our friend, with Mike Judge out at a farm out somewhere in central texas that i'm pretty sure alex jones took the picture yeah and that's just uh, shooting guns with ted nugent or something that's, that's just a crazy thing yeah <laughs> so that's that, you know sending him a message you're like yeah hang out all the time it's crazy it's great crazy world but yeah we watched idiocracy and it holds up to me yeah kids laughed at it i'm not sure they got all the the nuances of it but right it's where we're headed yeah, do you remember i I know I've mentioned this to you, and I, gosh, I wish I could remember what it was. I read this paper, it's probably about 15 years ago, and it was an essay, I think, more than anything, and I can't remember, I read it on the internet, but I can't remember what it was from, but it was ba- and it was written, I think, in the early 70s, late 60s, and I believe the title of it was The Dumbing Down of America. I do recall that you've talked about that before. And it posed this theory that the American public education system is has intentionally, pretty much for the last 40 years, dumbed down what it teaches because it wants, and it, and it was saying, you know, the, the powers that be, right. you know, the ruling class. The, the Rothschilds. The, right, the controlling class wants this because they just want people to fall in line and, and do what they're told to do. And it was, as I was reading it, I was thinking, man, this is the conspiracy theory of all conspiracy theories. And now you kind of look at it and it's like, well, yeah. I mean, it's education has changed drastically from when our parents yes. were kids. As far, as far as the basic stuff like math and critical thinking 
and th- issues, subjects like that. Um, well, you know, there's I, we have some people that didn't grow up in Texas, but back when we were in school, you, you took a whole year of Texas history. Oh, yeah. Now, it was jingoistic as could be. Oh, yeah. You know, but still, there was a lot of history. And we had American. Seventh grade. Seventh grade, and then American history history in eighth grade, and then world history and American history and civics and economics and high school. Yeah, you got two doses of American history. Yeah. The, I, I look at what my kids do math wise, and they're doing things earlier. Yes. Than what we did. Right. But overall, I, I don't know. I, I don't know even know if it's the educational wise. I do think our society, and maybe it's always been this way, you know, because people used to worship, you know, Rudolph Valentino in the, in the silent picture era. And then it was all the whoever was on the magazine covers in the 40s and the 50s. And then, you know, we, we turned into rock worshiping that. And, you know, so I think it's always been there. But again, going back to social media, which we use all day long yeah. ourselves, Kim Kardashian would not have been famous in 1950. She would have in 1970. I don't think so. She would have been on those damn game shows where you had people that were just game show famous. Maybe, but she's not to the, wouldn't not be, to the level. Right, yeah. wouldn't be the same level. Not though. to the level. Yeah, she yeah, might have been somebody there. there. But yeah, she wouldn't have been... Who's the black guy that was on all those games? Nipsey Russell? Yeah. Yeah. What are you, he just, he's a comedian. Was he? Okay. Yeah. Not a very good one, but yeah. he's a comedian. He just popped up. He's always on He's game always shows. on Match Game and whatever else. How he's had a limerick for you or something. But I, I do think that, you know, we're so, and I'm, I'm, I don't want to act like I'm preaching and, you know, because I'm so guilty. I'm a hypocrite when it comes to it. Yeah. Because, it's just so easy to, well, let me see what, see Heavy saying on Twitter. Right. You know, because that really matters what you say on Twitter. Exactly. I, that changes my life immensely. Right. But it's just as, um, I can excuse it when I'm away, when I'm traveling, because mm-hmm. that's really all I have. That keeps you connected. It keeps me connected. So I can do that. But at home, I got a talking to from Mrs. Gustav that I needed to be a little more <laughs> here than now. You know. Put that uh, damn phone away. And I, and I took that to. To heart, right? And I've been trying to make a better effort when I'm sitting at karate lessons or something, and pay attention to pay attention to the kids getting beat or whatever, right? You know? So I've been trying, right? It's a hard habit to break, yeah. But you know, when you sit there and you're stuck in a a line at Six Flags like I was last Friday night. Did you go to Six Flags last Friday night? I did go to Six Flags last Friday night. We'll finish. We'll talk. Come to that in a second because okay. I've got some. Some opinions about that. Okay. But, yeah, I, I don't know necessarily that overall we're mo- more polarized than not. I don't think, as a whole, the nation's dumber than it used to be as far as could they pass a – could they everybody read? Or is our literacy rate this? Yeah. I, I do think now if you wanted – and I think we are – what's the uh, – I wish he, uh, Ty was here, the uh, – Confirmational bias. Mm-hmm. You grew up around educated people. Mm-hmm. I grew up around people that were more self-taught educated. But they were read, well-read, people. intelligent. Yeah. And so history was always a big deal. My dad and my grandfather's, and that was always something that you knew about. Mm-hmm. It wasn't until I started working for the school with a bunch of white trash that I realized just how dumb. People were. People were. Yeah. Now, you'd always hear about it, and you'd be like, ah, oh, you know, they can't find 
candid on a map. Ah, that's bullshit. No, right. it's, it's real. <laughs> and I saw it. I've seen it. I've worked with that guy. That guy has a tattoo on his arm that doesn't have a head. It just has titties and a bush <laughs> and arms and legs. No hands, no feet, just titties and a bush. I just walked out. Yeah. Uh, that guy would have a hard time finding Canada on the map. Oh, man. So I, I do think that people are generally as not as well educated. But politically wise, and this this election has been as bad as anything, it's whatever pops today. Yeah. And yeah. if you can just... Because information is just, I mean, it's so, it's instant. It's throwing at you and then it, it reverberates. It's, and And... Not even this administration, this election, but typically over the last at least ten years, maybe twelve, you've noticed that people will release information from an administration on Friday because mm-hmm. they know it'll get buried in the the void of the weekend when right. nobody's paying attention to it. Yeah. So it's people have learned to play the system, but I, I had a movie pop up on I think it was on Netflix. It was on something I was looking last night looking for something to watch movie pop up that i hadn't seen since it came out i'm gonna revisit it wag the dog do you remember that yeah i remember that i was i saw that pop up too and i thought such a good movie when that came out and you know it's another one worth revisiting is primary color that movie is so great hadn't watched that since it happened i hadn't watched it in probably 10 or 12 years you know and that's the interesting thing especially you know it's on twitter we're the old balls. We're the old farts around there. Right. And most of those people, if they were alive during the Clinton presidency. During the golden years. During the golden years. They don't remember all the all oh, the stuff. Man. And it was nonstop. Yeah. You know. Now, overall, the country did pretty well during that time. I'm not going to. Right. Well, it, but you had. Things again, hit at exactly the right time. You had the internet explode. Yes, which, I mean, I. I'll love, I mean, I'll say it right now. I love Bill Clinton. I could sit and listen to that man talk oh, yeah, he's great. and bullshit yeah. me all day long. That's why he can get into any, you know. And that's that's who he is. Yeah. Now, now I will also be the first to admit I, he did some things. Polit- I mean, I'm not even talking about sexual scandals. Yeah, but politically. But political things that at the time, yeah, this is going to be good. And now looking back, well, but, shit. Yeah, that, that didn't work out that exactly didn't like work we out like yeah. we thought it was going to, but he hit, you know, had the dot-com boom during the late 90s. Relative peace. I mean, there was the, the, the Kosovo, you know, there was the Yugoslavian yeah, you breakup. A, but that you was, know, I, had, I read this article after, it was during George W.'s presidency, and it was saying that Clinton deployed, used our military against more countries than any other president had in history. Oh, really? Yeah. And uh, I was like, what? Hell, we were at peace the whole time. And I was like, well, no, we did. I mean, there was action. Yeah. Uh, there was. They were. It was saying, you know, I mean, he he wouldn't hesitate to airstrike your ass. And there's some there's some talk about. And uh, that may be what's coming down the road. Too. Yeah. You know, and again, that's one of those I'm, that movie Wag the Dog. They right. talk about that. You know, nothing will get the media's attention off a scandal like. You know, blowing something up, blowing something up. <laughs> yeah, it's, uh, go, it's go bomb a village and take out some camels. Let's and go the, knock out Somalia. Yeah, it's 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 just interesting because there's no doubt a lot of people have nostalgia for Bill Clinton. No, oh, well, and it's just because of the the country was 
in an overall good place. Yeah, then. yeah. I mean, I, the nineties were awesome. The nineties were great, and we've talked about that before. Is that you know, it it was pretty much just just be you know. And I wish, which I mean, hindsight's twenty twenty, and I probably everybody about our age could probably sit back and say this. Every everybody at forever right. could probably sit Every back generation. and could say, uh, you know, I wish I would have known at the time how good things actually were. Yeah. You know? Because I'll never forget in, I think it was in 08, 09, at the, you know, after the, right. the, housing, worst of the, yeah. the housing bubble bust and, and uh, everything's in the shitter. And I'm stocking up on wheat. This uh, highly educated young man that I was working with, he's a recent college graduate, he was talking about, you know, how, you know, when the country gets back on track and that kind of thing. I told him, I said, you know, I don't know that it's going to. I, this may be the new norm. I think this is the new norm. For at least 20 years. Because, you know, looking back, the the end of the 70s was horrible. Right. And the early 80s were horrible. Mm-hmm. And then you had that late 80s swell into the 90s. And that took yep. a good, I guess, 74 is when things started to really go to hell. So that took 15 years almost yeah. before things kind of swung back. Yeah, I'd say it wasn't until would you, yeah the late 80s. Yeah, when it yeah. So we're looking at if 09 was the bottom of the pit, if it's a 15 year swing back, 15 year reclamation, we're gonna look at you know 2024. Yeah, well, it's closer than 08. It is closer than 08. Yeah. So yeah, I went to. I went to Six Flags. Okay. So first off, uh, no. Okay, let me ask this: with with school, no, with public school no. in session, is are they open regular during the week? Is it normal no? Time? They are during the the fall. They're only open on certain weekends. Certain weekends. Okay. So like, I think they go dark towards maybe at the end of August, like Bob's Chop House on yes. Sundays, and then they come back. At the end of September, start of October for Fright Fest. Oh. Which I'd gone to about 25 years Never ago. Never And it was great because it wasn't as popular at the time. Yeah. And we would literally, like, just make loops and run back around mm-hmm. and ride big roller coasters. Well, Shockwave and Judge Roy Scream were all they had back right. then. Because I'm old. Yeah. But uh, it's swelled in popularity. So I bought passes. I'm like, we need to do this. We don't. Haven't done enough. Let's just do something. I think the passes were like fifteen dollars more than one day tickets. Yeah. So it's like we'll make ourselves and it'll pay right. for it. So we went like the first weekend. It was packed and it was not fun. Oh, so this is the second. This is the trip. second. Okay. Then we had some friends say, "Well, we're going to go Friday night because we bought the passes too and we got a rec, you know, cash them in." So we went and it was much less crowded. But uh, here's some. My thoughts. See, on see any goblins? Flags. Well, they have people running around at, after six. They start pumping fake smoke, mm-hmm. fog in there. And they have some haunted houses that you pay extra for, which is bullshit, but whatever. But they just have people dressed up, walking around in the fog, and have jumping out at you. They didn't have any clowns. Okay. They were sensitive to the clowns. The clown situation. Good. But they had lots of zombies and whatnot, and they'd be, like, crouched on the ground as you're just walking through an open spot. <laughs> so it, you would have you would have probably gotten thrown out for punching one of them. Right. 
But kick anybody? I didn't kick anybody. Cause, yeah. And my kids are really good about it. But the people we were with, their kids were about to shit a brick. Yeah. I mean, they were crying, and one of them had my hand, like, just death <laughs> grip. My, How old are these kids? Um, seven, ten, you okay. know. Old enough to know that nobody's well, gonna, seven still. Yeah, yeah but, yeah. you know, my seven-year-old, like, yeah, whatever. Anyway, um, I hate any man child that's not my own child. Yeah. Because we were standing in line and there was a thing where uh, they've got virtual reality headsets while you ride the shockwave. Oh. But you have to be over 13 to wear them. Oh. And these kids were in front of us and they were clearly not 13. Yeah. And it was mostly girls and one dude. And uh. this dude was an archetype that. I could mention a couple of names, and you would instantly yeah. know exactly. Um, and he's like, he didn't say, suh, dude. He's like, he like, held up his hand for a high five. He's like, dude. And I'm like, yeah. don't talk to strangers. <laughs> oh, he did that to you? He did that to me. <laughs> dude. Dude. Uh, and then later on, there were like some, you know, probably like 20-year-old kids behind me. And they're like, hey, dude, dude. And he rated, and the guy's like, I'm not, I'm not high-fiving. And the other one's like, hey, there you go. Anyway. So the, these kids are like, yeah, I'm I'm 13, and the girl that's working, who's probably 17, she's like, what? I'm like, yeah, I'm 13 too. Mm. And he kind of shut up then, because but the girls kept on trying to to prove. That. And I'm like, no, you're like 10. Now, if you're already on the shockwave, what does virtual reality do? Well, I would so, think that the point of that would be if I'm sitting in my recliner at home to put on the virtual reality. I, I did not partake. Was it extra money? No, it wasn't extra money. Huh. Uh, it was uh, the kid I was with, my middle one, he's only 10. Mm-hmm. And he couldn't pass for 13 if he tried. Right. And But we were also on the front of the shockway, the first seat. Yeah, that's and about as virtual reality as you get. Apparently, they didn't work on the first seat for whatever reason. Hmm. I don't know. Okay. So we were just sitting there and enjoying it. And it was his first time to ride it, and so I wanted him to have it. But there were people behind us wearing them, and one, they were saying, are we even moving when, before we'd even started moving? Because, like, it's going it, – the program already started. So, oh. And then some people's like, I didn't even know after we were done, I didn't even know we went through a loop. Huh. Which was crazy, but I think there's still some quirks to it. Right. And like some the people they were there with, they were further back, and they're stopped. Like it started before we left the thing, because it takes forever to get all these people with these headsets on. Right, I imagine it started and theirs ended before they were even done. So, but they had gargles flying at you. And oh, okay. stuff. I don't know. Right, look out for it, the bats. Yeah, that monkeys. kind of crap. I I don't need that. Yeah. I I'm not interested in virtual reality, really. I'm. I'm Life's real enough. Yeah, I mean, I, I haven't tried it, so maybe if I did, I might think differently. Maybe the the visual presentation is so much right. better or something. But overall, I'm just not interested. And I don't like that kind of porn where it's POV anyway, so I'm not interested yeah. in that. You know, it's no. not what I want. Yeah. But, but uh, there's that. Overall, you know, Six Flags... Looking at it from my 42-year-old eyes is way different than my 12-year-old eyes. Yeah. Did you get a funnel cake? I did not get a funnel. I didn't get anything to eat this time. We were only no there salt water taffy or nothing? To, well, you may find this hard to believe, but when I go to Six Flags, I'm not there to eat. Huh. Different strokes for different folks. 
You know, I'm there to try to get some tasty rides on. Not okay. Not either. Okay. I mean, I do like a funnel cake. But. Did you uh, did you ride the Texas Giant? No. I uh, hate that thing. That thing beat you to death. It, I, Judge Roy Scream just about beat me to death. But I, I do want to ride it. Me and Mrs. Gustav are going to ditch these damn kids of ours. R- and just good stuff. go uh, one weekend by ourselves at some point. Yeah. And just ride all the stuff we want to ride. You're right. They, because uh, the kids, one of them's a little bit short to just ride holding everything. Holding you back, man. Hold me back. Albatross is around my neck. And then we had these other uh, kids with us, too. And they didn't want. They were too scared to ride this or that. And, you know, I don't, I don't want to force anybody to ride right. something and then have to deal with that. You know. <laughs> but overall, I'm glad we bought it. We had a good time, and we'll use it some more. We'll probably go to that Holiday in the Park thing. Oh, it's good for Holiday in the Park? Yeah. yeah. Take a sleigh ride and drink some hot chocolate. Maybe some with marshmallows in it. KJ hates marshmallows. Yeah. The uh, speaking of clowns, their podcast this week is about the killer clowns from outer space movie. I don't know if you ever saw never it. saw it. I went back and watched it on Hulu. I remembered it. It it wasn't bad. It's you know it's it's not great. It's not scary. But well, right. for you it might be. Yeah. But it's you know nobody really thinks the clowns are going to come shoot them with a popcorn gun or something. Yeah, like that. you never know. The uh, I showed my kids because I'm such a great parent. They were, I'd been talking about shooting it. it. And so I showed uh, my middle one the it clips of mm-hmm. uh, Pennywise. He's laughing at them. Right. Now, he's my one that's afraid people are going to break in and kill him, murder him in the night. He was so <laughs> scared for a while that he couldn't play the game Clue. Oh, really? Because it freaked him out. Because okay. a murder had happened in the house. Yeah. It's on a two-dimensional board. <laughs> You know, monsters don't scare him, but the fact that Professor Plum may have offed somebody with a candlestick, that was right. too much to bear. In the library, yeah. I love Clue. I'll still play Clue. I haven't played it in years. It holds up. I'm okay with it. And that's the interesting thing. I loved it as a kid. Oh, yeah. I always did. Yeah. I always wanted to be Colonel Mustard. Colonel Mustard. And I do like mustard. Yeah. The uh, You remember a game called Mastermind? Yes. Yes, I have it. I do too. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Now, I, if I remembered you and your knucklehead brother and sister, that was like a a big. I remember one of them talking yeah. about. Well, shoot. I'll fix that. Uh, one of them had found it somewhere and ordered it for us for Christmas, and then we couldn't remember how to play it. Right. <laughs> so. I, I I picked up an. Uh, an old 70s edition at some point. The one that's got the guy and the Asian lady mm-hmm. on the cover. Yeah, yeah. I, I have not played it because it didn't seem like it was kid-friendly to say, oh, yeah, I'll play this. Because that's the big thing. You know, now the kids got the Xboxes and they got their – I sound like such an old man. And they got their computers and they're watching YouTube. Xboxes and Internet. YouTube celebrities. How's that happen? I don't know. Does your my youngest one? She's not really into it anymore. But man, she went for about a year, and this blew my mind. These videos on YouTube, William F. Buckley interviews. Of you no, know, of these kids opening blind bags, these toys, of like blind bags, stuff. yeah, and then playing with them. And I'd be like, "Oh, you've got that. You want to go in your room and play?" No, I want to watch this. Well, why do you want to watch somebody play with toys when? And the only thing I could think of is you remember when we were kids and the 
like the Tonka truck commercials. And the commercials were always way cooler. Oh yeah. Yeah. Than the actual. I was like, I didn't have a big pile of dirt like that at my house, or the pile of, I had sand and it didn't, it right. wasn't rocks. And it, it had cat shit in it. Yeah. So maybe it's that mentality of it just looks cooler when you see it. Well, I you I, know, I don't know. I, that's kind of along the lines of this mentality now of people watching other people play video games. What? You don't know about this? No. Like pros play video games well, or just average so, watching Brad but play video games. You could watch Brad, I'm sure. So there's multiple things. So you have you have just your my damn kids will make a video. I've got them the software and got them set up and they'll put their mic on and they will play Minecraft and make comments while they're playing. And I've helped them upload it onto YouTube. Hmm. And people watch it? And people watch it. Now, there are people that make really good living from doing that sort of thing, playing games and uploading the videos and of them playing the game. Life's See, not a game. These people are making a living <laughs> in it. Now, then you get... You got nothing for that. No, nothing. nothing. If, if Ty was here, you might have gotten something. Right. Then you got people that there are uh, electronic... I think they call them EAs. Uh, anyway... There's like EA Sports, not EA Sports, but there's just like tournaments and stuff where people will watch them on ESPN Ocho or something or stream them or you can stream what you're playing on Steam, I think. No, Twitch, Twitch. Uh, That's a thing that you can run off your Xbox or your PlayStation and people can watch you play. That's something meth heads do. Well, yes, that's the difference between... Where we come from in Silicon Valley, huh. but yeah, no, that's people watch people play video games, and the only thing that I can uh, tie a correlation to that I remember back when we were kids, and it was only on for a very short time. It's on Channel Thirty Nine on Saturday mornings when before we got the westerns going, and people would play like Donkey Kong against one another, and you would have a split screen. And you would see their screen as they're playing Donkey Kong to try to win the like a game show. Yeah, and that didn't last that. very long. It was no putting on the hits. Ah, putting on the hits. I forgot about putting. So on putting the on the hits, hits was a <laughs> lip syncing <laughs> game show. Uh, probably about eighty four, eighty five. I wouldn't call it a game. I would call it probably the first reality TV show. Well, no, because no, it was more of a first, but it was more of a variety type show. It certainly fit into putting that. on the hits. Putting on the hits, and the intro. Song. Putting on the hits. Yeah, it had like a top hat or something. Yeah, something like that. That was on... There was another one of those shows, too. I don't remember another one. I just remember putting on the hits. Putting I mean, it's Star hit. Search and stuff. Yeah. But putting on the hits was... That was wow, that was I forgot good about stuff. that. And it was just lip syncing. It wasn't... No. You sing. It's just you get up there and do your best... Then do you Perry. remember... Uh, what was that show? Came out when we would have been... Fourth, fifth, sixth grade, Kids Incorporated. I think that was on cable, so I didn't see that as much. Was that cable? I think that was on cable. Okay. Because I did not have cable it was the until college. First, it was like a Saved by the Bell. Right. But they uh, they were also a band. Well, the, and uh, Menudo would make guest yeah. appearances. And Menudo, as we often mention Silver Spoons, Menudo made a guest appearance on Silver Spoons, too. I do not recall that. Yeah, because, you know, Menudo, they may still exist. I they think just, they do. They just change out the members. Yeah. Because 
Ricky Martin like was Leonard in Skinner. it. Yeah, but he wasn't in it while we were kids. Right. Yeah, just like Leonard Skinner. Run them in and out. Run in. As long as Gary Rossian's heart still works, you still got Leonard Skinner. You want his third one or fourth one? I don't know. I've lost track. Yeah. I don't. Even, I couldn't even tell you who the members of Leonard Skinner are now because I have not attended a Leonard Skinner concert in about twenty years now. Mm, yeah, it's been longer than that for me. Probably ninety. 92 or 3 was my last one. Yeah, it's somewhere around there. And, yeah. of course, we didn't see Leonard Skinner when Ronnie Van Zant was still alive. We had to deal Settle with for Johnny. Johnny Van Zant. Settle for Johnny. Working a little bit of Donnie with 38 Special. Yeah, I don't ever remember Donnie playing with him. No, I don't think he ever did. I, I don't ever do. I, I do know that there was some... I, we, I, don't I know listened if we to a lot of 38 Special in high school. I got a 38 Special album LP Sitting on my desk right now. It's really? True to Force. Okay. And that's got uh, Once You Back Where You Belong and uh, Not So Caught Up in You. Anyway, it's a good album. Do you like Making Love? That's not 38 Special. No, that's Bad Company. Bad, I, you know what? I have no I room saw, in my heart for Bad Company or Foreigner. Didn't we see... We saw Bad Company. With Skinner, wasn't we? I they? think so, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and it wasn't Paul, Ro- uh, Paul Rogers... It was some other dude doing lead singer. Yeah. But yeah, we saw Bad Company. Yeah. I forgot about that. Starplex. Yeah, it's Starplex. What's that called now? I have no idea. Gexa. Is that Gexa? Gexa? Where do you get your Mirnoff or? I, I don't know what it's called. I, I still call it Starplex. I do too. I call it Starplex. And I'm sure people look at me like, what the fuck right. are you talking about? Yeah, we, we, went saw, to, we went to a lot of shows there. We saw a lot of stuff. I know. And we saw some eclectic mm-hmm. pairings. Yeah. I'm pretty sure I've seen Ted Nugent twice there, speaking of Ted Nugent earlier. I saw him open up for Van Halen. You weren't with me on that one. I wasn't there on that one. I saw him shoot a flaming arrow. He did the same gig. Suspended above the. Well, here, this was interesting. When I saw him, he shot a flaming arrow at a projected image of the American flag. Wow, I did not see that. And. Then that caused like spark, you know. Right. It was all part of the show, and then that's what lights the flag up, and that kind of. And I was like, and at the time, you know, you're like, whoa, right. I mean, but looking back, I'm like, like wait a second, like Ted Nugent shooting flaming arrows at the American flag. That's kind of weird. And uh, remember that we saw Fourth of July show there. Were you with me on that one? Well, who was, was the, uh, who was at the who was the acts that America America Stephen Stills and I don't remember who the headline the Doobie was. Brothers was it the Doobie Brothers but with Joe Walsh too okay Joe Walsh yeah. Joe Walsh I remember I saw, who I think the Doobies were I there too weren't know they the Doobie, I know that I, I remember America uh-huh. they were okay yeah and it was still the same guys I think yeah. And I thought Stephen Stills was pretty good. Yeah, Stephen Stills. And Joe Walsh was Joe Walsh. Yeah, Joe Walsh. Love that guy. Maybe that's all it was. But yeah, we I went know to that. I've seen the Doobies with somebody. I'm not sure I ever saw the Doobie Brothers. Who were they with? I did see the What's Happening episode where Rerun tried to bootleg the Doobie Brothers concert. With a giant tape recorder <laughs> under his trench coat. <laughs> and then it falls out and the guys all stop. It's my favorite episode of What's Happening. Gosh. What's happening? Oh, rerun. I wonder if he's still with oh, us. Oh, no. He's been dead for years. Has he? Yeah. A walking heart attack. Oh, right yeah. There, he man. and he. You know what? He milked that rerun thing until oh, yes, the he end. Did. I mean, yes, what else he did. did he have? Yeah. Speaking of that, there was a, this made me think of it because they had a 
little kind of a parody of it. I watched my first episode. I stated earlier I was looking for something to watch last night, so I watched my first half an episode of Bob's. I mean, of the Cleveland Show. I, I never got into that. <laughs> I've watched a little bit of it. Uh, you watch Bob's Burgers? I've seen a few. I enjoy Bob's Burgers. I, I hadn't watched it in years. I, I sympathize with Bob a lot. I Mrs. Gustav watches a lot more TV than I do. Yeah, and sometimes I'll be editing your favorite podcast while she's watching, and I got my headphones in. I don't pay attention, but other times I'll be paying attention. And she started watching something that there is no chance in hell I would have watched on my own. But it's funny. What is it? It's the Mindy Project. It's on Hulu. Mm. It used to be on like Fox, I think, but okay. I think it's just on Hulu now. But uh, it's the the Indian girl from The Office. Oh yeah, she's funny. And she writes it. And she's the main character. They had a whole episode about anal. Really? Yes. You were just in. You pull those earbuds I was like, out. Excuse me. Yeah. Because her boyfriend was accused of slipping it in. Ah. But that show has consistently. Never even heard of it. Makes me laugh, and it's 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 huh. our age. It's obviously right. the people writing it are right. And the other day, we were watching an episode, and I'm like, I know that old guy. It was Gopher from the Love Boat. Whoa! So where's he been hiding? Well, he went to Congress to tie back to our original. He damn sure did. He was in the House of Representatives for years. I forgot about that. Fred Grady from uh, not Fred Grady. Yeah, see California. I thought he was like Ohio or something. I forgot about that. But he was in Congress for forever, and I'll be damned. I'm like, that's Gopher from Love Boat. And she's like, what? I'm like, look. You know, he has gray hair and everything. He's thin. But Isaac make a guest appearance? There was no Isaac, but I'm holding out. Yeah. They've had, uh, oh, uh, what was the gal, Carla on Cheers. She plays one of the characters' mom. Okay. And uh, Now, is that Danny DeVito's wife? Not anymore. Okay. It used to be. Perlman, what was her Rhea name? Perlman. Rhea Perlman. Yeah. Rhea. Rhea. They were married for a long time, yeah. and then they got divorced maybe like five or six okay. years ago. About when he started doing Sunny, I think. Is that still on? Yeah. I hadn't watched that in a long time. I love time. it. I'm, I'm, I'm not caught up on this season because he's he's nude a lot. You'll see him walking. Danny DeVito. Oh, no. naked <laughs> from the back. Oh, no. And he's hairy, and it's really <laughs> odd-shaped. <laughs> Oh no! But yeah, no, I don't want to see good. that. Oh yeah, I mean, I, I can't watch that without like choking. I'm oh, so there, hard. there's one episode where they make like the uh, the fifth lethal weapon themselves, <laughs> and he's financing it, so he pays them to have a sex scene of him banging some stripper. <laughs> and of course, he's nude in it. Oh, gosh, that show's funny. And they've had, on that Mindy Project, they've had uh, Rob and, uh, I can't remember the guys who plays Dennis, but they've had two of the, they've had Mac and uh, and Dennis on as guests. They have lots of, huh. they have lots of guest people that show, okay. oh, yeah, I know them. Right. So, it's pretty good. I'll not check that out. I don't do Hulu. I'll have no. to find that somewhere else. I, uh, Hulu is, we probably watch more stuff on Hulu right now. And you have, uh, Hulu has commercials, right? We pay the the extra not to have commercials. Ooh, gotcha. High extra, extra two bucks a month. Uh, extra two bucks. I'm like, screw this. I yeah. don't have time to watch commercials. I have uh, the DirecTV app yeah. on my phone where I can watch stuff. But they, 
they leave the damn commercials in, it drives me nuts. Yeah, man. it's not like I'm a DVR like, where you can skip it or yeah, anything. Like, and even if I have it recorded on my DVR, when you watch it on your phone, they won't let you. Oh, you won't, can't skip jump it. Com- yeah, it's like, shit, man. They got you. This sucks. I'm just, I knew screw it. I'm just going to watch Netflix. A gender fluid sales girl came in here and tried to sell you bundle up all your phone. Well, she saved me some money. Okay, well, I knew you was going to, yeah. making a deal with the devil. She, uh,. Yeah, I don't know. She gen- no, I don't think she was gender neutral. I think she's uh, probably gender fluid, whatever that means. I'm not even sure what that means. I don't understand any of this. Uh, is that bi? What is that? No, I think it's like you could say, well, I'm a... Kind of a dude and I'm kind of I'm a girl. Kind of, I'm a dude today and maybe I'm a girl tomorrow. That's what gender fluid means. Huh. Whereas, bi- you know, non-binary would be um, just, I'm not, you know, there's... Asexual, I don't, basically. No, not even asexual. You can still be sexual. I, I'm not even going to try to explain. Non-binary. Not, you're not male or female. You don't subscribe to. Numbers or something. Well, binary being, you know, one or zero. Right. You're not one or the other. You're. I, I'm not. Hey, I didn't come up with this bullshit. Huh. All right. I don't know, man. I just throw it around to seem hip. Right. Well. Seem hip. I think we've uh, been thoroughly old man, so uh, I guess we will, uh, hopefully we can find Ty this weekend. Yeah, we'll probably drag him up somewhere. If you want to contact us, our Twitter, I'm Real Gustav. I am Longmire Heavy. And you can email us at canyouhearmepod at gmail.com. You can find us on the internet at our website, canyouhearmepod.com, and Reddit and Twitter. Facebook and all that BS, all that social media that I was ranting and raving about, we're out there. So hypocrites that we are. So give us your opinions and let us hear from you. Adios. Adios. Bye. (laughs) Hey, put this guy up there, Matt. I'm taking calls. Matt's. He's not paying attention. Phone's up. Do you know how to do that? Do you know how to? Put the phone up. Up? Yeah, I got it. I hit on air. It's not on air. There it is. Hey, man, you're on the ticket. How you doing today? Hey, it's Gustav. Is this the Saroy Brothers? That's right. Hey, Gustav. <laughs> I have a uh, problem that I need your help with. Uh, or, you, you came to the right place. Please. I hope it's a long question. It's a very long question. <laughs> Take your time. So, uh, <laughs> first off, I have a friend, and I don't want to use his real name because that might embarrass him, so I'll just make up a fake name, okay? Okay, good. It's Ray Ranfill <laughs> is my friend's name. Okay. And Ray Ranfill has a problem where all he does is make dumb 1980s NCAA basketball references that only one person gets. Who? And, and who, who? Who gets the, the joke? That I, I, won't, I won't use his name either, but it's uh, Fly Caught in the Web. We're calling that. Okay. Interesting. And... Um, he also makes really dumb 1980s Miami Dolphin references, too. Okay. You came to the right place. So, but the main problem he is, that I have with him is he writes emails to uh, major local and regionally famous celebrities mm-hmm. asking them the most insane hypotheticals ever. Mm-hmm. Mm. Do we have an example of one of those? I don't because I tune out whenever they say this is an email from Ray Ranfill. Okay. But how can I help this poor lost soul find his way and be less of a uh, 
minutes to society. These are all references to a certain podcast that we don't mention on the air here on uh, the ticket. Okay. Which is why no one understands what the hell's going on. Yeah, I don't understand a word he's saying. You shouldn't. I think uh, Ray Ranfield probably needs to find the Lord. I think that would solve uh, all of his issues, Gustav. All right, I'll pray for him. Also, before I go and get back to work, I have an idea for a Soroy Industry uh, uh, health and fitness device. All right, there you go. Now we're talking. So you know how most men have one arm that's bigger than the other? Okay. What if Soroy Industries came up with a non-masturbatory arm equalizer? <laughs> okay. All right. Generally, the left arm, I think, for, for most of society needs I, a little... I think for most right-handers, it's probably the left arm that needs a little extra work. What's the price point on this? Uh, probably lower than the award-winning Magic podcast that I listen to. <laughs> it's paying $99 for, so probably like $98, $99. Okay. So, like, maybe some device that's sort of on your hip that your left hand can just be working. While the other hand is working, yeah. Huh. I think we might get R&D on this. This is not bad. Thank you for your courage. All right, Gustav, good work. Go listen to Sports Radio 1310, The Ticket. I think we've done it. I think we're off to a, a great start. And world-class championship wrestling. I'm Bill Mercer with Jay Sally. Good night from Dallas, Texas.